In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. guys, and welcome back to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. And we have back in the studio, my husband, where we have real and honest conversation inside the studio and out, maybe, like even at home. Yeah, and I think this Sometimes. is this is like a double portion, because this is the second one I've done in a row, uh, You've right? done, honey, just, I just asked him to stay over, and let's actually <laughs> roll in to the next day of my new book, Fasting for Miracles. As you know, I've invited some of our staff members to come into the studio and just dialogue with me through these fasting passages, through these miracle stories. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, you just stumbled upon this YouTube video, or you stumbled upon this podcast, I've just released a new book called Fasting for Miracles. And I walk you through a 21-day fast where we're really believing God for breakthrough. We're asking God for miracles in our life. And I don't know for you if that miracle is a marriage. I don't know if it's a wayward child. I don't know if it's a financial struggle or burden. But God wants to give miracles. I believe we serve and we love a miracle-working God. And the way we're doing that is actually to practice Fasting. Fasting is a spiritual discipline along with prayer that when you combine those two disciplines together, I believe that you see breakthrough. So we talked about that quite a bit in our last podcast. Go back and check it out if you missed it. But babe, I want to talk today about one of my favorite stories in the Bible because one time I remember you preached years ago and I think it was called And She Poured. Mm-hmm. And she poured and she poured and I'll never forget that I think I even wrote it in the book because it's a story of the widow and here she came um, her husband's gone she can't pay her debts she's got sons and she literally feels she's getting ready to die mm-hmm. and she asked the prophet where is God my husband served our God he mm-hmm. served Yahweh God he's dead and now I'm gonna die with my sons because we don't have enough food mm-hmm. and the Bible tells us that, she, that, it, that the prophet says go and get vessels Get as many vessels as you can find and bring them back in the house and close the door and then pour. Mm-hmm. So if, let's talk about a couple of things. One, it really depended on how many vessels she believed God for, right? It was dependent upon her faith. What do you think about that? Well, I think every miracle has to have a moment of desperation first. Mm. And not only was she didn't have money and food, but it was so bad that she was going to have to, they were going to come and take her sons Mm. as collateral for the debt. So it couldn't have gotten much worse. And if you, if you really study miracles in the Bible, remember no miracle happens unless you have a really bad situation. Mm -hmm. So miracles don't happen because everything's going well, because you're not desperate. Your, your praying isn't desperate. You're not going to fast. And so what, what you, if you look at your life and say, is there anything desperate in my life? Is there anything I really want to see God do mm-hmm. in my life? Then, to your point, now you start, you have to have an empty container. So the emptiness in, in the story, let, let's say it's, it's equated with the emptiness in your life for the lack of what you don't have. Yeah. It might be money, relationship, it could be a wayward child, it could be anything, okay? And she was limited by the vision she had for how much God could do. Mm-hmm. So if you don't think God can do much, I promise you he won't do much. Yeah. If you want God to do more, then you have to expand, you have to get more vessels. So for her, he said, go out and get a vessel, uh, the vessels and don't get just a few. Right, that's the key. So he did not tell her how many. She could have gotten 10,000 more, 
But her her face said, "Oh, this is probably enough. If I if if he can do this, this is enough." Mm-hmm. But remember, mm-hmm. there's you don't go back and get more vessels. He she he didn't say, you know, run back and go get some more because the oil is working right now. Yeah. No, it was limited. You cut it off right there. You have to wait till the next desperate moment in order to get vessels. It's, you know, that's a good point. Let's talk about this because do we ask God for just what we need, <laughs> or do we ask God in abundance? Well, I think it's I think it's it's based on what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. For example, if you're fasting for your child, you're probably not fasting for every child in the world. You could, mm-hmm. but you're probably not gonna see the results of that. Mm-hmm. You can pray for every child in the world, but I think you wanna, you wanna put this into a realm of like, it's a, it's a, I'm pressing into this, but not so big that you say, well, I'm sure somebody got blessed by my fasting. Mm-hmm. Somebody got blessed by my prayers. Well, make it manageable and make it tangible so you can see what the hand of God. Mm-hmm. Then you've got a testimony, mm-hmm. right? And if you think about the word testimony, it's the same word that we have in the Greek word for martyr. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 it's speaking out your faith. So you have to, to have a testimony, you have to you have to die. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to throw it all out there. Mm-hmm. Don't you think, too, as she poured, she had to, now, of course, the house was filled with vessels. She sent her sons out. She said, don't just get a few. They said they went, and the, every vessel they could find, they brought in the house. Mm-hmm. She had to believe that when the prophet said, pour, and you will fill every vessel, that she would continue to see that oil poured out and pour it out and pour it out. And so often I think we limit God in our faith to not seeing the activation of of our faith. I I think what happens is we just don't believe that the oil is going to continue. Well, I I think, you know, I've had this thought about that story before and and who would give this woman a vessel? Hmm. She's getting ready to go to jail. Mm. You know, right? She's more than poor, Mm -hmm. right? And, and the boys are going into slavery, and they go, give me a vessel. They're probably thinking, you know, I don't know if I can trust you. Mm. You might sell my vessel. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think the challenge was even greater than we think. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm. these small villages, everybody knew everybody's business. Mm-hmm. Kind of like living in a small town in Louisiana. Everybody knows your business, <laughs> right. and you got a party line. Right. And they had a party line, and they're going like, she's coming to my house. You better hide your vessels. Do you think they said, the prophet said, go get all the vessels you could find. Do you think they wanted to help sure, her in her need? I Well, obviously a lot did. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, how many said no? Mm-hmm. Mm. And how many times you have to press wow. into and pass and press past the no's in your life to get a yes? That's good, that's good. And how did they feel then after the miracle story that they weren't a part of it because well, they wouldn't participate? Well, she couldn't. they couldn't get their vessels back till it was empty. Yeah, because she had to go sell it and then she lived on all of that, right? right? There are so many parallels to this story in our life, there's no doubt. Well, let's let's talk a minute because I want to talk about our fasting passage today because this is an interesting story. And if you're part of the book with me, you know today we're fasting for good choices. Every day in the book for 21 days, I'm giving you a different fasting emphasis, a fasting focus. So we're fasting for different things in our life all 21 days. And today we're fasting for good choices. And I've chosen the story of Ahab. If you remember Ahab, we talked about Elijah a few days ago. And Ahab was the king. He was a wicked king. He was married to even a more wicked woman, Jezebel. We know about Jezebel. And God was not happy with this king. But what's interesting, at this one moment in his life, when Elijah was talking to him, 
The Bible tells us he literally did look at his life, all the bad choices. The one was, remember the story when he wouldn't sell the -hmm. plot of land Mm -hmm. because he wanted it for himself? He was a very selfish king. He stole it. it. He was a selfish man. Mm -hmm. And he's having to look at all the choices of his life. And all of a sudden, for a moment, he listens to Elijah. And the Bible tells us that he literally did fast. Mm -hmm. He repented for a moment. It was not long term, he fasted and he prayed and he had a moment of repentance in his life. Let's talk a little bit about fasting for good choices in our life. Well, I think every good deed you do, every dollar you donate, every prayer you offer, every fast you do, it'll have a benefit. Mm. And I think the difference is um, you want to have long-term benefit. You you don't want to just see, wow, I got that problem solved and I go back to, to the way I was living in poverty. Uh, meaning poverty spirit, okay? But um, I I think if you can keep something consistent in your life, like you pray every day or Mm -hmm. you read scripture every day or you fast on some pattern, maybe it's once a a week, once a month, once a year, what you're doing is you're setting patterns that make choices easier in your life on every other aspect. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, uh, I, I have to admit, I got like two reasons I want to fast. I'm one because you've got this book and we fast as a church. And the other one is, you know, I just overeat, darn it. <laughs> and a lot of people say, hey, I'm, a, I'm fasting because I need to lose some weight. And, and I think it's a great segue mm-hmm. to say, hey, that's good. Mm-hmm. Let's not negate that. Mm-hmm. It's going to help you in discipline. Right. Right. And but let's go ahead and, and give it a little bit more. Uh, put a plus power to it mm-hmm. and say now you can leverage that into the kingdom as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't discourage people or try to turn people away from the idea that it's going to be good to lose some weight mm-hmm. because I think that's a natural yeah. tendency. If I'm going to do without food, I'd sure like to get two benefits, okay. spiritual, physical. Mm-hmm. You brought up a good point. I was thinking about this today. I was on my prayer walk and I was thinking about fasting and I find it so interesting, babe, that we're living in a culture, a time where intermittent fasting is huge. Mm -hmm. We know that here at our staff, so many of them are intermittent fasting for physical reasons. You can't be on social media, you're scrolling through Instagram and every third post is about intermittent fasting. Isn't it interesting that our culture is okay with physical fasting, Mm -hmm. but they don't have a concept of spiritual Mm -hmm. fasting? And it's, it's because there's a famine in the land. You know, the Bible says that uh, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. There's mm-hmm. a famine in the land. Mm-hmm. And the, the sad thing about it is once you, uh, you know, you, you intermittent fast and you get on keto, you got nothing going. I mean, this is like <laughs> the worst experience of your life, right? And, uh, and, but what if you would take and say, what if I had that kind of focus in my spiritual life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what if I... You go ahead and do the intermittent fasting, but apply it to a spiritual. So let me read some scripture in that in that process too. Yeah. Well, and that's why in one of my videos I actually talked about this because I think we're meant to fast, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Jesus told us that. So the more I've researched for this book, I find it um, interesting that our first meal of the day is breakfast. We're going to break our fast because mm-hmm. I think our bodies are meant to fast. Mm-hmm. I think we need to cleanse. I think we need to go through a period of hours without eating. So I think God wired us to fast. And the reason I think it's so important that we understand the spiritual side because I can fast and walk away and say I feel good about myself I've lost a couple pounds Um, my body's cleansed good you've done a physical good deed for your body 
But until you understand the power to where I push through my flesh, and the reason I'm doing this is because I'm believing for supernatural things with God, because I mm -hmm. believe there's something, babe, about learning to discipline our flesh. You and I have talked about this. Mm -hmm. Discipline is something that we don't like to do in our culture at all. Mm -hmm. No human being wants to discipline themselves in any area. To go to the gym, we've talked about that in our life. To eat less, yeah, to you talk pray. to me a lot about that. Anyway. <laughs> we fight that discipline, but there's a power in fasting that I don't think we understand. Well, think about this. Um, what's new to our society is a grocery store, a convenience store, where you can get food all day long. Mm. A refrigerator that keeps it cold all day long. Mm. A nice little pantry with all kind of goodies, <laughs> you know, fully stocked. But if you go back, you don't have to go back very far. Go back 100 years. That didn't happen. Mm. And so their fasting was naturally happening. They were going into the field, for example, they'd work, and then they would work all morning, and then they'd take a lunch break, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. they were fasting all that time. Mm. And then the afternoon was even longer. I know this because my granddad was a farmer, and it was pretty slim pickings, I mean, mm. until dinner time. So you would go from, let's say, 12, 30, 1 o'clock, you'd go till the sunset. So if it was summer, it's a long day. Mm -hmm. It's six, seven hours of work in the afternoon, and then you eat, mm -hmm. right? Then you go to bed, and then you break it again. Yeah. So I think what's happened in our world is this, everything is convenient, everything is right in front of us, so we have to force ourselves to do what they did naturally. Mm -hmm. If you go back even further than that, think of back when, you know, ancient man, he had to go out and hunt a deer every day. Well, there, there might be a day where there's no deer. And he's coming home and he's going like, what do we got left over here from yesterday's deer? Mm -hmm. and, and so I think you, you got to put yourself in the environment you're in. You're in a world where everything is too easy, too convenient. Yeah. Therefore, you take everything for granted. Well, let's talk about the scripture. We mentioned it, I think, our last time together. Not to gratify the desires of the flesh. So not to fulfill those, not to look for those, because again, this is just being very honest. There are so many areas in our culture today that we're gratifying our flesh. And I believe it's part, I'll call it end times. We've been saying that probably our whole ministry. Every day we're closer to end times. So it's true. We're in end times. But we love to gratify our flesh. How do we, you as a pastor and a spiritual leader, how would you tell our audience today, how do I discipline myself and not gratify the desires of my flesh? Well, I think that scripture is the, it has the answer. It says, walk in the spirit and you will not do, mm. gratify the desires of the flesh. Mm -hmm. So instead of starting with don't gratify the flesh, pretty negative, mm -hmm. right? Like, oh no, what do I do? If I say, if I, can st if I keep my spiritual life healthy, then those things aren't as tempting, aren't as That's appealing okay. to me. Mm -hmm. It's when I'm in you know, let, let's say autopilot mode that I'm looking around going like, you know, what can I eat here today mm -hmm. kind of a thing or, mm -hmm. or my thoughts are wander or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think walk in the spirit That's good. and you'll not uh, fulfill the desires of the flesh, That's good. you know, That's good. and then so scripture always brings you back. It's kind of like in Romans uh, chapter eight where it says, you know, oh, wicked man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? And if you stop there, you're going like, I'm trapped. What do I do? But then it says in verse 1 of chapter 8, there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Okay? So what we have to do is have to have a good knowledge of the Word of God. Mm -hmm. Then when you fast, and, and if you're reading the Word of God, you're going like, this is a miracle book. Mm -hmm. There's not a book that doesn't have a miracle. I mean, it's just like miracle, miracle, yeah, miracle. Yeah. Why don't I get one of those? Mm -hmm. Well, you can. Mm -hmm. God it hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. You might 
push God out of the miracle business, but yeah. he's still in it. Yeah. Wow, good stuff. Well, guys, I just want to thank you so much. I think as we're talking right here, remember today we are fasting for good choices. And that scripture is so good. If you walk in the spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So that's a good choice. Every day we have the opportunity to choose to live a upstanding, righteous, godly life, a relationship with Jesus, mm -hmm. just to have encounters with God. So I want to thank you guys so much for joining me. Babe, thanks for coming uh -huh, to the studio. It's always fun to have you here. I want to encourage you again, pick up the book, Fasting for Miracles. You can get it on Amazon. You can pick it up on my website, TammyHotsonPillar.com. So if you're watching us on our YouTube channel, you guys share these with your friends. Mm -hmm. Click that bell for notifications of our next upload. And if you're watching us on our podcast, please, I would love to hear from you. Share these with your friends. And if you have a a prayer request. You can reach me at the name of the book, fastingformiracles at gmail.com and send your request to me. I'll put it in our prayer wall and join you in your prayer for your miracle. Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next podcast, YouTube video. Love you guys. Have a great day. God bless. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotzenpeller.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.